stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, backbench MLA, who most of us hadn't heard of before this week, is suddenly at the center of some dramatic developments in Alberta politics. What is Robin Luff so upset about, and why were the New Democrats so quick to boot her from caucus? Now, I guess you could look at it and say, well, you know, she's not being a team player. What do you expect them to do? But doesn't it look bad on the NDP that somebody who has come out and announced to the world that she is a victim of bullying and intimidation is being immediately treated as though she's a liar? NDP aren't really taking any sort of time to look into this. Uh, They're very quick here to circle the wagons uh, and say this traitor has got to go. But is there something to this? Obviously, Robin Luff is not the first to voice disapproval with the uh, NDP. Karen McPherson, of course, another NDP backbencher uh, recently, I guess that was last year, wasn't across the floor to join the Alberta party. Now, Karen McPherson says a lot of what Robin Luff is saying is a lot of what she was saying at the time. I can certainly understand where Robin's coming from, yes. In what terms? Feeling bullied, for sure. How? From what I understand from her letter, I can certainly uh, corroborate a lot of what she had to say. NDP House Leader Brian Mason, though, says they're not buying what Luff is saying. There's an opportunity to have discussions uh, about um, uh, what goes on in the House and people are accommodated. Um, so I don't, I don't think that's fair. You're not just handed something to read. So what exactly has been going on within the NDP caucus? Why Robin Luff felt that she needed to speak out? Now, yesterday, she announced that she was going to sit outside the NDP caucus, or really sit outside the House altogether, that she wouldn't be taking her seat until this had been addressed. The NDP made it easy for her. They announced that she has been removed from the government caucus. Now, Robin left today uh, saying she has no intention to join any other party and uh, also says she is not going to run in the spring election. Whether she might have had this been resolved or maybe that was something she was considering uh, up until this week, we don't know. Now, Robin Luff put out a statement yesterday. She has put out another statement today, getting into a little more detail about what she says constitutes uh, this bullying and intimidation and message control. We may be hearing from her later today. Uh, There's been some word that she may be speaking publicly, although I'm not sure if that's been confirmed or firmed up, but we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, The NDP did further respond to all of this today. Uh, Joining us for the latest on these developments is Tom Vernon, Provincial Affairs reporter with Global News. Tom, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. I guess Robin Luff's surprise statement yesterday, she didn't actually announce that she was leaving the NDP caucus, but I guess that decision has been made for her. Yeah, so I mean, yesterday was, we asked Brian Mason about this yesterday afternoon, like, is she still a part of caucus? Is she still a member? He said, oh, yeah, as of right now, she is. But last night, uh, the NDP caucus got together, and we just spoke with Graham Sucha, who the party put up uh, to chat about this, and he says it was a unanimous vote. They decided that they weren't happy with how uh, she went about raising these concerns, and they don't have a confidence in her to be a member of their uh, caucus anymore. So she's out. So when she decides to come back to the House, she'll be sitting off in the corner with, Crab Gill and, and Derek Fildebrand kind of back in, back in that corner. And what are they saying about her allegations, though? Uh, you know, mm-hmm. her suggesting that uh, she's been intimidated when it comes to speaking out on certain issues, that they're being spoon-fed, uh, scripted statements to read, all of this. Are, are the NDP denying this? 
Uh, yeah, and like I so said, we just spoke with Graham Sucha about this, and uh, we asked him, look, first of all, the optics on this. You have a member come out yesterday say that she is being bullied, and there's this culture of fear and intimidation, and then mere hours after she comes out with these concerns, she just gets booted from the caucus. And he says, look, we, we spoke about this. Nobody in this meeting that we spoke with feels that they have seen any instances of bullying. They don't uh, think that those uh, accusations are founded. Now, when we asked, are you allowed to write your own questions? Are you allowed to ask your own questions in, in the House or in committee? He stood firm and says, oh, yeah, I draft my own questions. And then we have a team of researchers, and the researchers help us out in all this, and we draft them as a caucus. So it wasn't really clear that, well, hold on, you draft your own questions, but then you have to kind of go through it as a caucus and, and have all your researchers work on that. So he, he denies that they're just handed stuff to handed a sheet to read. But uh, he did say that, well, we, we decided as a caucus and, and, and we do have our researchers help us out on this. So uh, it, he says that it's all unfounded. But, I mean, I mean, you watch Question Period. We all see it. You know, they, they yeah. stand up with questions that are written and the, the minister stands up and seems to have a written, prepared answer. Like, they know what's coming. So I think, yeah, I, I, everybody knows what's coming when, when the questions are being asked by your own members. Sure. And, and I think, we, you know, we're used to seeing that in politics. And, and maybe mm-hmm. this is just politics as, as usual. Maybe not even just, just here in Alberta, but uh, elsewhere, you know, in Canada. Maybe even at the federal level, too. But I, I guess, you know, for the NDP, it, it looks bad because they were supposed to represent something different. Uh, and they're supposed to be those who are standing up for the, the downtrodden or the oppressed or the marginalized. And so, as you say, I mean, it, it, it looks heavy handed to simply dismiss this MLA without looking into her concerns or without kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt. Was, was that something that, that Graham Sucha addressed at all? And it, it I mean, he said we, we asked him that repeatedly. He said, you know, we didn't see any evidence of this. We don't feel there's any bullying going on. And we didn't see that. I think the most telling line around this kind of conversation came yesterday from Brian Mason. And it, it angered Robin Muff to no end. She took to, took to Twitter to, to go off on it. It was when Brian Mason said, this is how government works. And I mean, I think that's and, and you're hearing that kind of commentary a lot in, in political sciences realm and, and, and all that. <laughs> excuse me, people that have been around politics and that, you know, there's party line. There's, there's a party whip for a reason, right? To make sure that everybody is on the same page when it comes to important votes, key messaging, and that. And uh, heading into an election next spring, I mean, it, it, I guess we shouldn't be too surprised to know that they're being very strict when it comes to their messaging around in, around issues here in the legislature and out in public. But yeah, when Brian Mason said. Well, that's how government works yesterday. That's when you knew, like, well, it doesn't matter who's in charge, whether it's conservative, liberal, or new Democrat. That's how government works. That, yeah. was, that was a pretty telling line. Well, and, and maybe it's a fine line, or, or maybe it gets to a point where, where some MLAs just, just don't want to take it. But certainly the NDP, I mean, they, they've had to be unified and disciplined and, and to stay on message uh, because there are a lot of potential political pitfalls for the NDP. And obviously they're... they're they're coming in. They've never held government in Alberta before. People aren't sure what to expect. So, so they got to manage those expectations. They got to come across a certain way. But when you micromanage everything, it, maybe it's inevitable mm-hmm. that it leads to these kinds of situations because some MLAs feel as though they're really limited in what they're able to do. And it's, and it's funny that one of the another key line of messaging coming from the NDP here. We heard it from Brian Mason yesterday and Graham Sucha again today is growing pains. When we first formed government in 2015, there were only four members that had any experience whatsoever. Uh, sitting in the house, and we had growing pains. We had to, you know, teach people how the parliamentary system works. Well, this is how the parliamentary system works. We had to teach them that, you know, this is how party politics works, and that. And it's so it was really interesting how they talk about how early on they had to to teach all these newcomers who, you know, let's be honest, a number of them probably, you know, put their name up, idealistic. Yeah, I'm going to run for the NDP. 
oh my God, I actually won, right? And, you know, yeah. now what do I do? You know, they had to deal with that in the early days of their government. I remember those first few months of government. We never saw anybody. All we got were statements. It was a tight ship. It was quiet. And if you heard from someone, it was really only from one of those four members that had been in the House previously. So Graham Suchi said, yeah, it's a, it's a bit annoying. And it, it was a bit frustrating at times to not be able to just go out there and say what you want to say. You had to kind of learn how the process works. But, you know, Three and a half years in, obviously, Robin Luff had had enough. Karen McPherson a year ago, I mean, she came out and was raising a lot of the same concerns about, you know, she didn't have a voice. She didn't wasn't able to represent her constituents the way she wanted to, and she left. So, I mean, the NDP has been a very tight ship. There's not been a lot of scandal coming out of this, but having these members come out and say, this isn't what I signed up for. I wanted to be able to voice my constituents' concerns. You know, I'm, 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 honestly, I'm surprised we haven't heard more of it because there were so many brand new members uh, coming into the house. Yeah, and I mean, it, it's embarrassing in a different way, I suppose. I mean, you're trying to uh, keep a lid on the bozo eruptions, but then this happens, and that, that doesn't look good either. Now, Robin Luff, we understand, I mean, she hasn't really spoken publicly. She's put out a couple of statements, her statement yesterday, another one today. Are we expected to hear from her later today? And I've reached out to her a couple of different times. She hasn't gotten back to me. I don't think she's touched base with uh, or spoken publicly, uh, given any interviews to any media. No, I don't uh, think so. She did say in her statement that she's going to... Uh, Hold the town. She's going to stay away from the legislature, so we're not going to see her. We're not going to see her in the house here, which is where, where I'm based out of uh, during the session most days. Um, so we're probably not going to see her in the house here this week, or in the legislature, I should say, at all this week. Said so she's going to hold a town hall meeting next week in her constituency to listen to her constituents. But her her protest continues. She's not coming until she uh, until her concerns are addressed. She said in her statement, she's written a letter to uh, I believe the speaker and then you know the house leaders or the party leaders of all the parties to speak about you know we need to make changes to how this system works. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how far that will get, but uh, it's, it's certainly an interesting, uh, an interesting attempt at trying to draw attention to, you know, backbench MLAs and how much voice they get in the House. Well, it's interesting, too, that I mean, you could look at the other side and, and UCP leader Jason Kenney is obviously trying to keep his party disciplined, keep his party on message. And they've had to deal with some some controversies involving certain uh, nomination candidates. Uh, are the UCP looking to to make some hay with this because it's embarrassing to the NDP or are they kind of leery about getting into this lest it cast the spotlight on on their own leader? Yeah, we, we asked Jason, uh, Jason Nixon about this yesterday. They made Jason Nixon available and he said, look, this is extremely concerning. We have a member talking a female member of the House talking about being bullied, and this is a, a big deal. So, I mean, look, this is, this is politics. She's going to be used as a political weapon by anyone who sees this as an opportunity to, to gain advantage and to, to knock down the NDP a little bit. So I, I imagine we will hear uh, the UCP try to use this as, you know, talking to the NDP about not listening to everyday Albertans, not listening to constituent concerns. That wouldn't surprise me. Um, I don't know if they'll, you know, be sending out media releases on it or, or anything like that. But it, I think we will hear that in messaging, maybe during question period, but certainly during speaking points. I mean, we'll hear it during speeches, I imagine, uh, out, out on the trail. It's going to be interesting. Uh, much more globalnews.ca. Tom, thanks for joining us here this afternoon. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me. You go, Tom Vernon, uh, Provincial Affairs reporter with Global News, following this story today. So we'll see if Robin Luff has any more to say today. Uh, but I think she's made it pretty clear as to why she's upset, why she left, and also making it clear that she has no intention to run in the next election. I, I think there's still some some question around, well, what was this statement you, you wanted to make or the question you wanted to ask that you weren't allowed to? And so we'll... Interesting to see if, if there's any more specifics that we get from, from Robin Luff about what that was in particular. One thing she did mention today 
which I found interesting, too, was uh, that when Jagmeet Singh was in town, the word went out that MLAs were not to have a picture taken with Jagmeet Singh. That was something uh, that Notley and company were pretty clear about. Which is interesting because, after all, they're all one big party, federal and provincial NDP. But there's a big rift at the moment uh, between Rachel Notley and others in the party, including and especially Jagmeet Singh. It seems odd to me that there would be members of Rachel Notley's caucus who still support her, who would want to have their picture taken with Jagmeet Singh. But maybe it suggests that not everybody in the Alberta NDP is 100% on board with Rachel Notley's agenda. And maybe there are those who do like Jagmeet Singh. And maybe even like what he's saying about, say, the Trans Mountain Pipeline. And if so, sure, you could argue that Robin Luff is or could become a political liability for the Alberta NDP. So how much leeway do backbench MLAs get? And if a party decides that an MLA or an MP has become a liability... That they're attracting negative attention to the party? That they're hurting the party in, in some way? Is it fair for them to say, here's the door, don't let it hit you on the way out? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.